What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And we all made it out of 2020! We're here with episode 131, where we're going to be talking about how much information do you need when releasing a game with our very special guest, Mike Fury. But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do! Okay, so here we are. We're we're out of 2020. We're officially in 2021. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. Wow, everything's going to go back to normal. Yeah. Uh, my beard's going to grow grow back. I mean, well, that's that's just general. It was it was just biology. tragic. No, no, it was just tragic. It it almost made it out of 2020, and then 2020 took my off. beard. You took your beard. No, <laughs> 2020 took it. You're not part of this anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another Games and Groceries episode. Uh, sorry for the cringe, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're here with it. We're here with another episode for you, and uh, we just want to jump ahead to the first segments. We want to bring on our guests pretty soon, but uh, just another bit of announcement. If it hasn't been clear already, we're starting a second channel. It's going to be called Evolts. We haven't released the channel yet. Uh, it's going to be similar to coffee games that we've been releasing on this channel uh, and a little bit of like the green screen videos that we used to release. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of combination. It's going to be a lot more creative. Uh, it's not going to be a set schedule. It's just going to be when the video is finished. But we hope you're looking forward to it. But uh, this is just going to be a podcast channel. So only the Games and Groceries podcast will be on this channel. Mm -hmm. But be on the lookouts uh, around the third week of this month uh for the new channel yes. uh but let's just get started with uh with some business here we're on social media uh we're on twitter at gaming groceries or you can follow us individually i'm at ace to grocer and i'm at journey first and uh you can follow us on instagram games and groceries all one word we can see behind the scenes photos uh some memes here and there and also some questions i will ask you about the discussion that we'll have on this very podcast uh you can follow us on twitter uh, Instagram and even Facebook, and we'll ask you a question about the podcast, and you can uh, answer it and uh, you know give your little uh, opinions here and there. Uh, we also have a website, gamesandgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as you can find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the podcast, as well as some articles I've written in the past. And uh, if you're so inclined, if you like uh, gaming podcasts such as this one, uh, hi, how you doing? Are you watching it on YouTube? That's that's really convenient because you can go ahead and click that subscribe button and a notification bell so you know when all these podcasts come out and as well as uh, ch checking out our other channel, uh, Evolt. But if you want to hear us just blabble on some more, we just talk about anything, just me and Liz. Uh, we also have another podcast, What's the Biz? Mm -hmm. There's a link down below, audio only. But uh, yeah, check it out for yourself. And with all that said and done, let's just get started with our first segment. Movie Minutes. Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movie. What are you doing? <laughs> movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies in the past week, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, or HBO Max. And we like to rank it or give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. What, who do you think you are? I'm Adam. Goodness. Um... <laughs> Uh, so as we said before, we're going to be doing also HBO, uh, HBO Max shows on our movies on on Movie Minutes. 
And uh, that's a pretty big one. We were about to do a Netflix movie yeah. for this, but, you know, we're kind of late to the game here, but we kind of want to give our opinions of an HBO Max sort of exclusive. It, it It's on it's in theaters now or you can stream it for a month on HBO Max. I think you know where I'm going with this. It's uh, Wonder Woman Woo-hoo! 1984. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, so usually, usually we'll say our recommendations or our, our ratings for mm-hmm. last. And we have a five-point scale here, here on Games Girl. So we start at avoid at all costs, uh, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. Uh, but this week, instead of saving the review for last, we're going to share our final rankings and explain mm-hmm. why. Because it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, so with Wonder Woman 1984, you gave it a... I gave it a pass. And I also gave it pass yeah and what we mean by pass is just that if you want to watch it sure but mm-hmm. ultimately eh, pass it's nothing that you need to rush if you intend on watching it so let's explain why it's just eh, pass uh yeah. so i want to first start with my first note here within the first 30 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. i would say and it's a it, by the way it's two and a half hours long Mm-hmm. It's two hours and 32 minutes, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the tone of the sequel is way cheesier than the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that movies can't change their tone. Yeah. But this was not even a tone change. This was just came off cheesy writing. Yeah, it was. Like a movie that came out. In- it was cheap writing. It felt like it was a 90s movie where. Yeah. 80s like 90s was, they made it seem like this was a new concept yeah and it, it's it wasn't at all it mm-hmm. it very much just it felt like a very 90s villain yes 90s save it was not pleasant yeah <laughs> and i i don't want to go into too many spoilers here because yeah. as we said uh if you really want to watch it it mm-hmm. was fine so i don't want to spoil it just in case you do want to see it but yes, like you said, the villain uh, in of himself, uh, he came off just like a 90s villain with with motives that just was more of a motivation for giving a lesson to the audience rather yeah. than actual motivation where you can get behind the villain, which we've we've come to expect out of big superhero movies yeah. where we get to not really side with the villain, but understand their motivations. See humanity. Yes. Almost. And this one, you, you get to see, you know, the humanity, but really you, you knew what was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming and the humanity. Again, it was a cheap humanity. Yes. Like that, that final moment, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. But it's, it wasn't anything deep. His motivation was shallow. Like it was very nineties where it's just like, he kind of just decided this is what he was going to do one day. And it makes yeah. no sense. Now, I will say, uh, coming to the actual movie length, I said this is two and a half hours long. I believe the first film was two, if I'm right. I think so. I don't think it was two and a half. I, I think, think it was, it was two yeah. hours. Uh, it's two and a half hours. And most of this runtime is fillers. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple reviews of this, mm-hmm. of, of just to refresh my mind a little bit, just to go into this. Yeah. Uh, both reviewers noticed that there was a clean hour, one hour where there was no action, all wow. set up. It was wow. just an hour between the first Wonder Woman action series mm-hmm. and then to the next one, which is on the road. Yeah. That's an hour 
of just setup and filler and just wow. pointless montages. Mm. And, it, and it's just filled with that kind of <laughs> filler. Um, <laughs> and it is enjoyable filler. It's fine. Yeah, the way it's it is. still entertaining. But I kept saying to you that this this particular scene could have been cut in half. It would have oh, been yeah. fine. This scene could have, it was fine. It was enjoyable. I said a whole character could be cut out. Cut out. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a character that really served no purpose. They could have done other things with the small things that this character. And we don't want to go into spoilers yeah. here, but with the small things this character did put towards the story, mm-hmm. could have been done another way and saved so much time by not focusing on this character. Exactly. Uh, it, it's in contrast with another movie we watched just last night. We finally watched Underwater. Mm-hmm. It only took a year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we watched Underwater, which is an hour and a half, and it just very little setup. It's just mm-hmm. uh, like here. here's where the setting is. Here's what the the antagonist is. You know, the, 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 um, the actual... Yeah. Uh, what am I talking about? Uh, the actual, um, like... Problem the antagonist is the right. Yeah, it's, it's what's it's the um. There's very little setup. Driving enemy force. Yes, and it, the movie just goes at a really nice pace. Whereas this one, it's all setup. Yeah, it is all setup, yeah. and it's just so long. Actually, with you saying that, it does kind of thinking back to the movie. It does feel like the entire movie was just a setup to the end. It really was. Like, and I know that sounds kind of stupid. It's like, well, isn't every movie a set up to the end? But this really just felt like these are the things that are happening mm-hmm. that put us at the end. Like, they saved all their energy for the end, and the end wasn't even that good. Exactly. The ending, I will say, without going to spoilers, it was incredibly anticlimactic. Yeah. It was so, it was just so. Um, it was like, that's it. It was like a guy jumping from a cliff into like a pool. You're expecting a big cannonball blast, and it goes, Boop. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, okay. Um, and, and finally, the uh, the movie has a lot of great... It has a lot of great scenes. Yeah. It does. And I will give it that. There is there, When it, it does something good, it does something good. Yeah. It does something great. Yeah. Uh, but however, it's just plagued with, uh, with editing problems. Mm-hmm. It was just too long. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. When, when you're making YouTube videos or... Yes, we don't really cut anything out from the podcast. Blah, blah, blah. But when you're really talking yeah. about edits and pacing, mm-hmm. when you get into the editing room, you really need to cut time. Yeah. There's times where, you know, I'll have half hour footage and you'll even ask me, what time would you like this to? I'm like, oh, let's do 18. You know, like really yeah. cut out that stuff. And editing really comes into play here and it's plagued with those problems. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. I, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Uh <laughs> I, I put a joke here. It makes it wish that it can't take away. No, like that's stupid. Makes it, it. It's very ambitious. Was what I'm trying to say. It was very ambitious. Yeah, just like that joke. Thank you. No, um, that wasn't a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as we're running out of time here, uh, yeah. So it, it takes a lot mm-hmm. of ambitious moves, but yeah. I feel like it could have been cut a lot yes definitely um any final thoughts not really like we said it's if you want to see this movie like if you've wanted to see it, you've been excited for it you're a big dc fan don't understand that but whatever Mm -hmm. um if you're a big dc fan you're big wonder woman fan watch it but there's no rush i think it's something that you can wait till you can buy it or rent it after it's out of theaters it's fine i mean if you have hbo max this i wouldn't say this is a reason to get hbo max but if you already have it 
if you really want to watch it, go ahead. But that's fair for us. We're not we're not only bigger Marvel fans, mm-hmm. but for just with the amount of movies we've watched and seen, this isn't high up for us no. at all. I will say, if you're looking for another DC film, we also watched Birds of Prey on HBO Max. Mm. Highly recommend that one. Yes, that one was good. Uh, but that's Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, we gave it a pass. Yeah. If you want to watch it, sure, fine. But don't don't really rush to see it. That, mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to say. Um, but yeah, let's just go on to some video game news. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Cool. I agree with uh, you and me. So let's just <laughs> jump into it with our second segment. Top three gaming news. The top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. We like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Uh, so not much is happening in the gaming industry. Moving on to our final segment. <laughs> uh, but all honesty. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was some work looking for or getting these top three. Yeah, um, there's not much going on. It's, you know, it's December going into January. Mm-hmm. Not much is going on in the gaming industry It was the week right between now. the two holidays. Yeah, and so, you know, for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be kind of, you know, slower news, but there is news nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just start with our number three gaming news, which is about CD Projekt Red Woo-hoo. and Cyberpunk. Wow. Uh, CD Projekt Red is getting sued oh. by investors. That's not surprising. Not at all. <laughs> But uh, yeah, CD Projekt Red is now getting sued with class action lawsuits against investors and CD Projekt Red themselves uh, have come out to say that they will vigorously put out defenses against these lawsuits. Goodness gracious. Uh, So I want to read this quote. All the articles will be linked in the description down below if you want to read it for yourself. But the article then states, it acknowledges that the lawsuit is meant for the court to decide, quote, whether the actions undertaken by the company and members of its management board in connection with the release of Cyberpunk 2077 constituted a violation of federal laws, i.e. by misleading investors and consequently causing them to incur damages. CD Projekt Red also notes that the, co- uh, that the complaint does not specify the quantity of damages sought and that it will, as previously mentioned, undertake vigorous actions to defend itself against any such claims. Uh, no crap. I, I would feel ho- like they just went loophole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, and, and, and here's the interesting part about this news piece, is that investors are putting out this uh, class action lawsuit mm-hmm. saying that CD Projekt Red uh, put out claims that they thought they were going to get their money back. Uh, well, I, I, I feel like it's investors who were prodding CD Projekt Red to release it sooner. Yeah. So, of course, you know, the management board is like saying, like, uh, sure, it's ready to be put out. Like, you better put it out. Mm -hmm. I guess. Sure. They got to a point where it was either put it out or investors start pulling and then you'd never put it out. And so they got scared that the investors Mm -hmm. were pulling. So I guess CD Projekt Red might have, uh, you know, said like, no, 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 it's ready to release. It's fine. Don't pull out, you know. And they lost one billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, and their stock market just crashed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting to see that investors are taking the class action lawsuit against this whole thing. Um, and of course, the consumers are getting their refunds. Yeah. But apparently, CD Projekt Red will vigorously defend themselves, which no duh. Like, you're not going to be like, you're well. You're going to be like, understandable. Here yeah. you go. But 
Uh, it is what it is. I hope they get justice. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure whose side to take. I don't because know. Because like you said, it's like the investors were pushing for it, but also CD Projekt Red did lie to them yeah. and say the game was ready and clearly it wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're both in the wrong. And I don't want CD Projekt Red <laughs> to just like go down because of this single action. Right. But at the same time, they did release an unfinished game rather than mm-hmm. like, and at the same time, they're the ones that didn't have the game ready. Like they've been working on this for ever yeah uh seven or eight years yeah exactly Mm -hmm. seven or eight years it shouldn't be this bad it shouldn't it should not so it's not fully the investor's fault for rushing them they're like guys you've been you've been on this for a while it seems like the same story as anthem where ea was telling them like listen we gave you eight years and you took the last uh, some odd months exactly 18 months i think they said Mm -hmm. uh but ea gave them so much leeway Exactly. And, and Bioware is just like, no, no, it's fine. But So you, know. you can't fully blame the investors yeah. on rushing them. It's like they didn't rush them till the last, you know, couple pushbacks. Yeah. They're like, oh well, we'll hold back on releasing. Well, well, it's like, all right, well, of course the investors are getting annoyed. They're yeah. not making any money yet. I don't know. It's all it's all money jargon, but uh what do you think? Write your thoughts in the comments down below. I think both are being stupid, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Why don't we move on to the number two gaming news? And speaking of number two, Bully 2 will never release. What the heck? (laughs) Uh, So Bully 2, again, this is... Oh, oh, I finally get to do this. I don't know where the button is. I might ruin something. Rumor alert! Rumor alert, everybody. (laughs) Uh, So this is a rumor coming from... Uh, a forum board, uh, which two insiders from uh, Rockstar Games came out to say that uh, Bully 2 has been canceled for a third time back in 2017 uh, to make room for Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto 6. So I don't want to read this quote again from the article, which is linked down below, uh, which states, come on now, thank you, um, According to GTA forum posts uh, via Dual Shockers, uh, from former Rockstar insider Tez2, the studio began pre-production on Grand Theft Auto 6 in 2015. Uh, with a couple of years, uh, within a couple of years, Tez2 alleges the project entered full production. However, this momentum slowed to a halt because of the increased focus on Red Dead Redemption 2 and Bully's sequel. The former insider then goes to note, Bully 2 was canned in 2017, so I presume they did that to focus on GTA 6. This detail eventually made its way to the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit, where another insider, Yan2295, said to Tez 2's comment, yeah, he's right. Hmm. So what they're saying here is that, allegedly, now, uh, Bully 2 has been in a... In pretty much development hell, I believe it was canceled in 2008 and also 2012. Mm. I want to say it was 2012 as well. And now 2017 to make more room for uh, GTA 6. And what they were saying is that Bully 2 was in development alongside Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, it never was uh, never was going to come out. And yeah. for those who are wondering, why is Bully 2 such a big deal? Uh, it's because that bully came out. The first bully came out on the PS2 in 2006. 
Yeah. It has been 14 years, and people are still wondering where's the sequel because they Rockstar keeps like putting out their like little leaks here and yeah. there. Bully Tool's a thing. Bully Two's a thing. But it's been 14 years. Mm-hmm. Like, just say it's not a thing. We'll accept it. Yeah. You know? Uh, what do you think? Well, I was saying to you, when when you told me about this gaming news earlier the week in the week, um, I said to you, I'm like, I, I I want I needed details so I could like actually do it, actually think about it. But people have been waiting for Bully 2 since 2006. 2006. Whereas you're on the sixth GTA. The last one you said was out in 2015? 2013. Either way, it doesn't yes. matter. It's over six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, after the first bully. Yeah. So it's like if people are wanting bully two and mm-hmm. you clearly want to make bully two, then do that first. We have plenty of GTAs. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It can wait. And plus GTA five has been in the top ten most selling games since its launch. So they're not losing money on not putting out another no, they're not. GTA. Like that can clearly wait. Whereas Bully Two people have been waiting for over ten years. Over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's it's longer than Skyrim or, or like Elder Scrolls plan- fans have been waiting for uh Elder Scrolls six. Exactly. That's long that's bad. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. So it's like if you clearly want to make it, there's clearly a fan base that will buy it. Then just make it already. Yeah, exactly. Like, for me, it's just like it's just like I don't understand the attraction of GTA, so I will automatically say that. Mm-hmm. But still, you're in, you're comparing a sixth installment that you mm-hmm. don't need right now to a second installment that people really want. Yeah, it just it makes no sense to me. Uh, so before we get into our number one gaming news, yeah, it's just one of those things that I I just wish that. Bully 2 just wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just keeps getting canceled. It's always in development hell at this point. So I just wish that, you know, Rockstar would just come out and say, like, it's just not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would prefer that better, to be honest with you. But yeah, it is what it is. I don't know if Bully 2 would uh, strike audiences the way they did in 2006. Yeah, it's a it's a much different climate than it was back then. Uh but, you know, we'll see. I, I would play Bully 2. But, you know, who knows? We always need GTA 6, I, I guess. Um, oh, well. Too bad. So sad. But Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. So that was a killer game. Beat it twice. And I love it. But uh, let's move on to the number one gaming news, which is about Star Citizen. Oh, that game that was always out. That's always in a Kickstarter mode. And it has raised since 2012 its first Kickstarter. Back in 2012, it's raised over $339 million in Kickstarters. And they just canceled their demo. It Didn't we report on this game, the same game, yes, before about something else about how much money it made? Okay, yes. yeah, that was it. And now it was supposed to have this uh, Squadron Forty Two demo, which Squadron Forty Two was its narrative-driven uh, plot, like it was mm-hmm. its story game yeah. within Star Citizen. Uh, it was going to start Mark Hamill for one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple other ones I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was supposed to be a demo out for. Yeah. Uh, or a beta, I should say. A mm-hmm. beta for Squadron 42, out for backers. And uh, they put out a blog post saying, like, sorry, you know, they don't, they don't have it anymore. Sorry. We want to put it out when it's perfect. When it's perfect. It has been since 2012. Well, they've been working on this picture for nine years. 2012. 
and he raised $339 million and he's just like, mm, not quite yet. Are you kidding me? There's AAA studios out there that would murder for that kind of money. Yeah. Are you absolutely out of your freaking mind? Why? And that's the thing. They're basically an indie studio and they have the likes of Mark Hamill coming on yeah. for this game. And yet they're just like, mm, uh, no. And they've actually since deleted the beta for Squadron 42. It's just bananas to me that people actually back this game and they continually back this game. And yet people just have faith that someday this game will be released. It's been in the works since 2012. It's been in the works since 2012. Can I repeat that one more time? Since 2012 and it's raised over 2010, 2012 <laughs> and it's, has raised over $300 million. And yet mm, can't even put out a beta to a game. Yeah, it's really Stop bad. backing this game. Stop wasting your money on this awful game that will never release ever. It might it might never release. Let's be honest here. It might never release at this point. Uh if I would you say that's accurate. If you thought <laughs> Cyberpunk's development cycle and you you kept thinking that that game would never release at least there was some promise with Cyberpunk. And mm -hmm. even if it came out a buggy mess, at least the game released. Yeah. You can say that, that at least Cyberpunk released. But people are actually, consumers are actually backing this game mm -hmm. that has the likes of Mark Hamill, that has the likes of all this funding here, and yet you're not getting anything back. You might never see this game ever. And it's just bananas to me that honestly i think it would be even funnier if star citizen came out and it was like just a horrible game horrible graphics buggy mess yeah like it was just the worst thing ever i would think that's really bad for people who gave money to it but also hilarious so i want to read this quote from chris roberts who is the head director over at um uh this game <laughs> and he says in the note to the donors roberts said Squadron 42 will be done when it's done uh -huh. uh, and will be uh, will not be released just to make a date. <laughs> uh, he also said uh, RSI would not show any of the Squadron 42 gameplay locations or assets in lieu of a beta because the game is too far from a full launch and to begin marketing campaign. It OK, let me finish this. If we if we show the non-spoiler gameplay now. That's prime footage and gameplay that we could have used uh, closer to release, Robert says. It's been since 2012. Like. Why? Just to make a date. Okay, I understand that and I respect that. But what have you been doing? What have you been doing with all those people's money? Like, what have you been doing all these years? Not even with the money, but what have you been doing all these years? What have you been working on? And they keep saying it's like, well, with more money. How is a beta not in good enough condition? Uh, you should have had the game out by now or at least almost be releasing soon. That's a thing. It's just like they keep taking people's money. You can't. Here's the thing. Let me let me tell you something, Chris Roberts. There's a thing on Kickstarter that you can stop taking people's money. You can you can you can stop taking people's money. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that one more time. If you didn't. You can stop taking people's money. And and that's the thing. You keep saying all this crap about, oh, well, we the more funding we get, uh, the more ambitious we get. No, you don't have to. You can just... Mm, you can just stick with what you have now. This is what we have. This is it. Mm. Got like, it. Like, that's an amazing amount of funding. 
and that's the thing. It's just so selfish of him to actually close. And when I say selfish, it, it's true. This yeah. isn't investors we're talking about. This is people like me and you yeah. who are doing a Kickstarter. This isn't like big wig investors. That's that's what I was just about to say. I was like, you you don't even have to deal with businessmen investors breathing down your necks, rushing you or anything. You have people who really want to play this game and don't care if you've got a couple glitches or yeah. if anything it's a beta. like that. Exactly. You just have to release a beta. Beta is supposed to be insane. My point in this, and uh, it's time to bring on our guest, uh, yeah. but my point in this is if you're funding this game, if you're thinking about funding Star Citizen, stop. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Don't even try to fund them until they release a beta, until they release some information, not just willy-nilly ambitious promises. Fund, Keep funding Adam's Ascending. That's yeah. a that's a guy that we've had on three times on the show, Nick DiPaolo, and he's honest with his work. He's a good person. He actually released his game early access. Mm -hmm. And so that's a game you can be funding and supporting. This game is never going to come out. Stop funding it. Don't don't make this guy think about ambitious dreams. He has to stop, stop taking he has to stop taking people's money. That's mm -hmm. all I got to say. <sighs> you okay, babe? Mike Fury is on the show. So, uh, Mike Fury, if you don't know, he's a YouTuber. He does informative videos about uh, certain video games. Right now, he's uh, doing a lot of information about Cyberpunk 2077, how you can get certain weapons, uh, you know, what there is about the game. He does wombo combos. Uh, he's got a whole channel with all sorts of gaming information. So, I wanted to bring him on to talk about how much information do you want about a game before it releases, much like Star Citizen. But we won't talk about that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just time to bring him on. Let's just bring on our guest before I go back to Star Citizen. Let's just bring him on. It's uh, Mike Fury. Coffee time. All right, buddy. We are back with our very special guest, the beast from the east, the one who smokes hands and feet. It's Mike Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how you doing? Oh, man. I am doing great. How are you guys? Uh, pretty good. Just surviving. Uh, now we're surviving 2021. We yeah. We can't say anymore that we're surviving 2020. <laughs> we'll see what 2021 has in store. Yeah. How was your Let's New Year's? Let's hope for great things. Um, New Year's was quiet. Yeah. See, uh, like a lot of my a lot of my family members are um, they're in a different country. Well, I'm from from New York, but yeah. um, my parents are from Dominican Republic. Okay. Uh, and uh, like half my family's over there. So over here, it's just like me and my little brother, and it's just quiet, like nothing much, mm -hmm. nothing went on. Very yeah. Calm New Year's for the first time in like in a, in a long, in a long yeah. time. Yeah. We watched a little bit of that, like um, of uh, the Dick Clark's yeah. or Dick Clark's um, <laughs> New Year's Rock and New Year's Eve, and it was just like it was super weird. Like there's no crowd, <laughs> yeah. and everybody's just like in their little box, like yeah. dancing. I was like, this is ah, uh, this is weird. This I don't is like strange. This. Yeah. I don't like this. It's like eerie. Ugh. Yeah. But uh. But Mike, we wanted to bring you on because uh, you have a channel uh, called Mike Fury, which we'll link down below. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely check it out. And uh, you're you're very informative. You're you're on your channel. You're trying to give information, whether it be through uh, conversations or just telling people how to get certain weapons in the game or or anything. You just like to give out information so that the player has a better experience in the game that they're doing. And we wanted to bring you on for this very conversation that we're going to be talking about, which is how much information do you want 
from mm-hmm. a game before it releases. So let's just set up the conversation in of itself here. What sorts of information do we want from a company when they're releasing a new game? And let's take it two steps. Whether it be a new game from a same IP or a brand new IP at, at all, like a brand okay. new IP, kind of like Starfield, let's let's say, that I haven't been talking about enough on this podcast. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> Mike, let's start with you. How much information, personally for you, would you like a game company to give you? Okay, so I'll split it into two parts, just like um, we had mentioned. Uh, when it comes to already established titles, we mm-hmm. want to know that there's improvements being made. Yeah. So mm-hmm. established, like let's say in an, on an Elder Scrolls, if Elder Scrolls comes out looking like Skyrim, like if the new <laughs> one comes out looking like Skyrim, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Not because of anything, but it's like it's been what, like eight, nine, like whenever it comes out, it's going to be almost a decade. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you want to know that there's going to be improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to know that there's you're bringing new things to like not only improvements graphically, sonically, et cetera, et cetera. You want to know that there's new mechanics being added to the game. Because as great as Skyrim is, again, if you give me something that I've already known, it's like you're taking a half step instead of taking a full step forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can do it um, like like I'm no, uh, what's it called? I'm no uh, expert promotion or... promotion oh. manager, promotion. you know, mm-hmm. like the way that they, oh, yes, they yes, yes. like yeah. trailer. I'm not no social media guy. None of that, please. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it, you I would do it as in. OK, so we're going to give you the full. I'll even go as far as to give full gameplay loop. Like mm. this is what you're going to be doing for the most part of the game. You're going to be going on quests. You're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then like in many micro conversations where interviews uh Mm. Uh, like little conversations with YouTubers, et cetera, et cetera, podcasts. Mm. I would let little like instances out, like not give you full, like give you half information. Like, oh, did you guys um, in Skyrim? There's a, not in Skyrim, I apologize. In the brand new <laughs> Other Scrolls, there's this brand yeah. new mechanic that we made. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, what, really? Expand more. And then you'd be like, no, I can't tell you. Like, but you throw it out there. Yeah. So like people's like, oh, what's that? Mm. Like, okay. so th- that would be for an established uh that would be for an established franchise already. Now, for something brand new like Starfield, just information in general, because mm-hmm. we there is no expectation. It's like uh, with Elden Ring. Yes. Like nobody talks about or mentions <laughs> nothing. Like yeah. Like it's it's like oh here's Elden Ring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. would also I would also get rid of all the fluff like all the cinematic trailer but it's not in the game it's not even a mm-hmm. cutscene in the game and i'm just gonna mm-hmm. show you like you guys been on instagram or twitter and, anything, and they'll yeah. show you like oh there's this mobile game and they'll give you a trailer that has nothing to do with yes. what you're actually doing in the game like tune blast get rid yeah. of yeah. all of that mm-hmm. get rid of all of that yes. i want to know what exactly this game is about what we will be doing mm-hmm. any information that's concrete information and not misleading anybody is probably the best information for a brand new franchise i agree especially now the cinematic trailers with the cgi i don't Mm -hmm. mind one you know one trailer just to hype things up i like the way assassin's creed valhalla did it where they had that cinematic trailer and i feel like if it wasn't the same day it was the very next day they had uh some more gameplay here and there yeah just to hype up like a little Mm -hmm. bit for an already established ip like what mike was saying but for a new ip get rid of it 
don't even mm-hmm. give me like a <laughs> yeah, CGI cinematic. Tell me what the a- what's actually going to be happening in the game. I yes, and that's the thing. I do agree with you, Mike. Yeah. That with an already established, you know, just give me some little bits. Yeah, like what you're saying with uh, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls Six, which is going to be set in Hammerfell. Like let let let's be honest here. Um, I liked how they just showed that little bit of uh, in studio footage where they got the the rocks. You know the way the way the mountains are going to be formed mm-hmm. and the way they got Shirley Curry uh, to be formed in the game. Just that little bit. That's yeah. nice. But for like you said, Elden Ring, which won, I believe it won in game uh, game awards mm-hmm. for most anticipated game. And after that, what are you anticipating? What is anticipating? <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows anything about it. It's just like you're anticipating <laughs> knowing something about it. <laughs> and it was uh, Miyazaki that came out and said like, "Oh yeah, thank thanks for the award. Um, I guess I should say something. It's it's coming." <laughs> that's basically what he said like oh yeah it's progressing it's fine yeah but thank you for the nomination and a win cool yeah um like, what kind of dub is that that's almost a participation trophy i know like, I, like what are you what are we doing talk about like getting rid of fluff that let's talk about the game awards yeah. like get rid of that oh, fluff. Yeah. oh don't even no not all of it he has some good ideas it's sure. just yeah uh, just yeah, like, like it looks a certain type of way when Last of Us just just sweeps kind of spearheads yeah. and sweeps everybody. Yeah, like yeah. it just looks a weird way. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. same thing with uh, 2000. It, okay, we're getting off track. I said don't get started. <laughs> it's all good though. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say 2018 with Red Red, Red Dead Redemption well, too. You, you weren't supposed to say anything. You're okay. To stop. Well, Liz, uh, what do you think? How what information do you want? <laughs> Yeah. So to take it on a different end, since I play more narrative driven yes. games, for me, for something like we'll go with Life is Strange. Yes. When getting a new installment of that, I mm-hmm. want to know about who we're focusing on mm-hmm. and what their story is. I don't necessarily need to know like what their superpower would be. Um, it sure. would be nice to know. But at the same time, that kind of leaves that bit of mystery. Mm hmm. But just to kind of know, like, who we're focusing on, what their story is, like, just get that little bit of, like, this is what we're doing. This is why you should be excited for this new installment. Just learning about the characters you're introducing. Or even if it was something where you're focusing on the same characters, it's like, what's going to be the driving plot of this installment? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then for something that's new, like, for me this year was Tell Me Why. Yes. That was new. It's kind of still for me it's kind of the same when it comes to narrative driven games actually Mm. it's like what's the driving plot and tell me a little bit about the characters and that's it don't don't give me trailers that are going to basically tell me the whole story Mm -hmm. don't tell don't give me every information like i don't want to know everything but give me enough information that like it's like this seems interesting Mm. i want to play this yeah like that's all i need just that just enough yeah preach queen two things yeah (laughs) go for it Two things, um, and they both fit into the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. I think they suffer from movieitis. You've seen yeah. movie trailers yes. and yeah. TV shows that basically give you the exact like, here's the story and exactly what we're gonna give you in the trailer. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't want all of that. Yeah. And then yeah. two, I wouldn't mind you giving me a scene of a, not the like, not like its best moment, but give mm-hmm. me a scene of tension of. Like something yeah. that you can tell, like, wow, that was excellently done yeah. from just like an artistic perspective. Like, wow, her, mm-hmm. the right, her, the, the way that they wrote her character or yeah. that moment, like, yeah. 
you can you yeah. can you can just give little tidbits like that to get people excited you don't have mm-hmm. to just show off every single little thing yeah, yeah. and then like exactly. t- and then like what was it there was a game that released like oh uh he's an already uh, i think it was a transgender character oh that's tell me why yeah mm-hmm so and they're like, oh, he's already transgender, fam. I would have liked to know, learn that in the game. I don't need to know that he's a transgender yes. character yeah. off rip, but I understand the times. I understand what everybody's yeah. doing. Like, I I got why they came out and said that, but but it would have I would like to yeah a more interesting story if it's something that you learned like in that first couple minutes organically. Yeah, yes. organically. Yeah, exactly. Like. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It it, it kind of draws a line there. And again, a little side note here. It kind of draws a line. Were they just using the transgender aspect as a marketing ploy to yeah. say that buy this game because? Yeah. Or did sure. they want to make sure that you know there is transgender representation? And I think there's yeah. a line there where, uh, which is another conversation, <laughs> um, where were they just using it for marketing tactics mm-hmm. information to get you to buy the game or marketing tactics to give you information about a new ip mm-hmm. um and that's the thing yeah. yeah both yeah i would yeah. say both yeah um from the developers uh create creatively yeah. but then also from the investors who want you to mm-hmm. get their money back yeah. you know uh and that that's kind of what's uh pushed forward to another piece of conversation that i wanted to give out is that it's not giving enough information uh and i the game i think of off rip is uh uh mass effect andromeda that's what i was thinking of andromeda where they gave they gave very little information when that game was coming out yeah absolutely nothing but everybody was just like it's mass effect it's mass effect Mm -hmm. the question i want to ask though uh as we push forward in this conversation is not giving enough information almost immoral to the consumer or can we count it as just company preference uh quote unquote so um, what do we think about that mike why don't you start i would it's the worst thing you could possibly do but i would ask your question i would answer your question with another question okay is lying immoral uh mm. are we talking about cyberpunk now no, no in general yeah, yeah. in general is lying if lying is immoral then half truths um half like you know, like not giving full information. Mm-hmm. If lying is immoral, then that's immoral too. And in which case, Andromeda, Anthem, like uh, Fallout 76, 16 mm-hmm. times the detail. We already know everything <laughs> about that. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's immoral. And the problem is you can't even, because it comes out eventually and then you just basically look like, like nobody wins yeah. from it. Just can't if you know that it's a piece of you know what, <laughs> cancel the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to the no. But since you guys want to recoup the money that was already invested, and mm-hmm. we'll take yeah. this L, we're gonna we're gonna take this loss as a company, and we're gonna put out, and we're just gonna basically lie to everybody, giving telling everybody yeah. that it's gonna Fair. be a more complete game. It's gonna be more like it's yeah. definitely immoral in my personal. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that, and I like what you said that is lying immoral and i like what you bring up there mm-hmm. um talking as somebody who has uh failed philosophy twice in college uh i didn't do too well with the gray morality <laughs> i only failed once uh I, that, it's a long story i passed it twice <laughs> I, passed <laughs> I passed twice, twice. <laughs> i passed one once. in vr and one here <laughs> uh liz you you are very much in the gray area i i think yeah. very black and white yes. i i think like it's a lie or it's not a lie uh and i've grown to be more in the gray morality but really, going back to your point, Mike, is that is lying immoral would not giving information 
is that a lie? And I think it could be because you're not now. Now that's the question. No information. They don't tell you a thing. Would that be considered lying? Personally, yeah. Anytime that happens in movies and TV shows, they're like, "You lied." It's like, no, I just didn't tell. I just didn't tell you information. They're like, "That's a lie." To me, I don't count that as a lie because you didn't say anything. That's omitting the truth, or not yeah. omitting truth. It's it's just not give. It's you no, know, you're not saying anything. Yeah. But no one, if you, they, if you weren't asked that direct question and they didn't say anything about it, mm. that's not a lie. You're just not giving them information. That's true. It's just withholding information. Uh, and, th- and the way I think about it, though, is that there's always profit involved, though. Yeah. So I feel like not giving information, but you're saying, why should I buy your game? But remaining silence. I don't think you can remain ultimately science ab- silent about your game, because even in the game No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. there was some information. <laughs> yeah. You like- have, but for me, it's you, 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 if you apply that to other products yes. outside of games. Everyone only tells you the good parts of the product. They're right. only going to say, well, people, when people ask, why should I buy it? They're not going to say, well, it's a really great story and it does this, but there's like 10,000 glitches. They're not going to say that. Just yeah. like, why should I buy this phone? It's like, well, it can do this, this, and this, but it crashes every 10 minutes. Like, they're not going to yeah. say that. <laughs> like, True. of course, if you ask, why should I buy it? Yeah. They're not going to say what's bad out. They're going to say, well, this is all the great things about it. Yeah, true. They're not going to tell you what they're doing wrong. Yeah. Mike, any thoughts? Um, think about it like, uh, have you guys ever saw, like, seen the commercials of uh, Viagra? Yeah, uh, uh, sure. Or anything, Viagra, Cialis, any, any, yeah, any yeah, medicine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they go, they go, oh, it's going to do this. It's like erectile dysfunction, and it's, <laughs> it'll make you feel vigorous and all of that. And then right at the end of the commercial, it goes, can prevent, <laughs> can <laughs> cause <laughs> nausea, can cause diarrhea, can do, 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 yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's the same exact thing. The only yeah. pro- the only difference is when we're buying a game or we're buying mm-hmm. a uh, certain product, they're just going to mm-hmm. give you the good part and not tell you the bad yeah. part. Yeah, and that's the thing is that I I think I I do lean towards Mike in saying that not giving information is immoral. I don't think we can count it as company preference. Like, oh, we just don't yeah. prefer. Um, now the way now I'm bring, not saying they're right in doing it. I'm just no. saying <laughs> that's why they do that. Oh yeah, I know why they yeah. do it. Uh, and and I like it goes back to Sean Murray again with No Man's Sky. We uh reported on a story before mm-hmm. after No Man's Sky where he just kept talking, talk, 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 talking. Like he kept yeah. like hyping it up. Now he's going on the uh basically a stoic way of thinking where mm-hmm. he's just saying i'm not gonna say anything until the game is nearing release and mm-hmm. i can actually put out the right information yeah so not giving information until you have information yeah i think is the right way to do but when's the right time to give that information mm-hmm. and i guess uh my follow-up to this question is what is the minimum amount of information that you can give without it being immoral you know what i mean um yeah. Like what we talked about with Elder Scrolls Six, you know, we just got little rocks here and here. We got we got like a little cinematic of Hammerfell. Mm-hmm. We got we got Shirley Curry's face. Is that the minimum we need? Shirley Curry's face, a rock, and a CGI trailer, or do we need more information? I mean, am I am I gonna go? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> You're our guest. Because um, okay, so what I I wouldn't mind seeing like a sword. Or an armor set mm-hmm. just designed. Like they can mm-hmm. they can definitely give us more and still keep it within 
this is still in the game. Because what makes it immoral yeah. is the lying aspect of it. Yeah. Like, if you were to show me, hey, this is what a dragon looks like, and then I come back to the game, mm-hmm. and the dragons look absolutely nothing like that, yeah. now it becomes immoral. Because yes. you lied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, I will... And to combine both, like, the Sean yeah. Mary... Sean Mary did... A, I would like to say he gave the half truth because yes. those things that he was get, like he was telling, oh, it's mm-hmm. gonna have a multiplayer, and then people are gonna be able to get together, and, and yes. like all of this, mm-hmm. every single question, just yes, 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 yes. He eventually gave us that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, still to, you're talking to a person that will never play No Man's Sky because he blatantly <laughs> lied to my face. Yes. And I, I will never purchase it, never mm-hmm. buy it, never play it. Cyberpunk is a little bit different because a lot of people think that Cyberpunk uh, like burned the console version. I bought it on PC. I had a solid experience. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. No Man's Sky just had absolutely nothing at launch. Yes. And grew to be yeah. great. So his was more, he should have just clarified, it will have all of these things later. Yes. And yeah. he would have been golden. Mm-hmm. He would have been so golden and be like, but at the start, this is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then people wouldn't be surprised. We'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. But that also affects. Yeah, the money. moolah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I understand why he w- he withheld that information, but also that is the proper way to do it. Shut the hell up yeah. and go back to work type of. So mm-hmm. if you have information to give, like nobody else, like you guys make podcasts in video format and audio format. I make videos. Any type of creative or artist wants to shout out that his whatever product is great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like you want to showcase that. And especially if you believe that it is. Mm -hmm. But why like why tell you that I have great armor and dragons and whatever, like like in the new Elder Scrolls and then not have anything solidified yet. And Mm -hmm. then it turns out, guess what? We don't have the budget to put dragons in the game. Mm -hmm. I look like a total buffoon in front of everybody. So just like you said wait until you have concrete information show it off talk about it and then you're in the clear because it's already in the game it's not going to go anywhere yeah mm-hmm. and i kind of um want to take what you just said there kind of segue it to uh the opposites you know giving too much information and i like what you said there that you almost give too much information before you even have the budget to put that game in so let's say you yeah. do show all these dragons and swords but then you end up with no budget to mm-hmm. do that uh when is it too much information given uh you know let's stay away from like the obvious you know like yeah. the entire game <laughs> like just, yeah. just put a whole let's play out there um the one example i think of was when life is strange 2 was first being put out there mm-hmm. and they released the opening scene yeah. for life is strange 2 before the game came out I'm and so the, mad at that and the whole setup and i won't spoil it here in case yeah. you haven't played life is strange but like the whole setup the the emotional drive to a game yeah and once you actually play the game you're just like i it's like well i know i can't change this yeah so why why bother and i played the intro completely differently yeah because i knew what was about to happen yeah and that sucked uh so i want to bring it to the opposite when is it too much information? You know, uh, you know, leaning away from the extreme of just putting out a let's play of the entire game. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you were kind of leaning towards that. Uh, any other thoughts towards that? Uh, too much information. Too much information. Do you think it all, it, it all think depends? It yeah, because because I feel like Fallout Four for me gave too much information. Uh, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything that was cool 
ish in Fallout 4 was already given. We knew that they had a crafting system to make homes better. Yes. As cr- crappy as it was, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where they had that we knew that guns uh, that there was legendary that it was more like a Borderlands than in a traditional Fallout sense. We knew like uh, we knew so much about Fallout 4 that any kind of like barring quests barring like like bosses boss battles like we didn't know any of that but any other little like thing you can find out like holy crap mm. we could actually do this was already taken away because we already knew it by the trailers and everything all the information that was out so giving you have to give vital information i'll say it that way there's yeah. certain things that are just vital telling me that i'm gonna be playing a looter shooter or an action rpg is vital information because now my brain is set okay this is what I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's certain vital information. Oh, you're going to tell me about the world. Tell me about the world. Tell me how I yeah. traverse. I love to tra- like when you tell me about traversal, I get hyped because, for example, in Cyberpunk, V is he's agile. Double jump, charge jump, slides, yes. uh, crouches under like objects like he's agile. So tell, uh, traversal movement is always going to be something essential. Uh guns and weapon like weapon variety things of that nature it, but like if we take it to like a life is strange tell me love interest i'm like show me love interest yeah. don't tell me exactly what the love interest is and what they're going on don't give me that information mm-hmm. just show it to me yeah show me yeah. a quick little whatever a, a kiss or another like yeah show me a little side character a comedic side character that you guys added on like sure yeah. show, you can show these yeah. little things yeah. but not give me too much like trailers will be like oh he has a dark past and he's like an essentially a final fantasy character mm-hmm. i'm like man yeah. i wanted to find out <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> but yeah that's the natural like way that they less is more when it comes to like certain video games and then like we've already mentioned earlier sometimes a brand new ip just needs to kind of like just throw it all out there this is what we are <laughs> exactly <Please> fire game <laughs> Yeah, like with Elden Ring, we basically only know that George R. R. Martin, George R. R. Martin, is that right? That yeah, right. yeah. Correct. George R. R. Martin is um, he's involved in Miyazaki, of course, with like uh, his style. That that's pretty much what we know in title and sort of the setting, kind of, eh, not really. But there needs to be more information put out mm-hmm. there, and that's the thing. Do we think that too much information even exists? aside from the extreme. What do you think, Liz? I think too much information can exist. I think if you're putting out too much, then you're not creating that mystery or that like excitement. When you put out only so much for something that, like say you've gotten people excited, you've told them the little bit and they're into it and you have a good solid fan base waiting for this game. Yes. Don't give that much information after that. You have them hooked. Mm -hmm. Just keep, bringing that anticipation yes with like you don't need to keep talking like um mike had brought up no man's sky and he just like shared everything and he everything. wouldn't shut up and he was just going on and on that's too much information over promising mm-hmm. is too much information don't yes. promise what you haven't already completed mm-hmm. that's stupid yeah <laughs> in any job in, in, in any job yeah. don't over promise yes um and I, so I think that's a level of too much information when you're giving the information on things that you haven't even that you don't even know if you can do yet. Mm-hmm. But also when when you're just you're almost 
annoying people with information. You should not yeah. have new news every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, just share a little bit that gets that keeps people excited and remind them that your game's coming out. Yeah. But not so much that it's like, all right, we get it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'll remember now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I do agree with that. Is that make sure that each one of your information pieces that you put out is memorable. Yeah. And I like the way Rockstar kind of puts out information. It almost seems like leaks, mm-hmm. uh, especially when they were promoting Red Dead Redemption 2. They were just putting out images of the game and mm-hmm. uh, kind of story here. And it kind of looked like leaks. Yeah. But really, it was just internal Rockstar just putting out information. And then we were just getting little 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 nuggets I of information. Really liked the way Valhalla they had that one video out of just someone just showing someone doing the artwork. That oh, you're talking picture. with boss logic. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was weird though. It was weird, but I really yeah. like it because I think oh. that is a good way to get people hyped. Show them mm-hmm. what the artwork will look like yes. in the game and show like kind of like this is what the game is and this is the quality of picture you can look forward to. Exactly. And that's a perfect way to do it. It keeps them hype and it gives them information. Yeah. And, um, you know, like what Mike said, shout out to Boss Logic. Boss Logic, if you're watching this and you want to <laughs> come on the show, go ahead. Just send me a DM. Let's go. Uh, but I kind of want to br- uh, bring into uh, the social media aspect because we got some social media answers. Woo-hoo. All right. Uh, we asked you on social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Thank God we didn't get any answers from Facebook. It's just out there with your racist uncle. Uh, but we asked you on social media, uh, you know, how much information do you want a company to give to you before releasing a game? And we got four today. Uh, and I want to start with Twitter. And then we got one from Instagram. Uh, so we got, oh, damn, it's my Ketty who says actual gameplay. That's number one, actual gameplay, mm-hmm. which I agree with bare minimum about the story if it's a narrative heavy game and the final thing she wants i'd rather get a surprise announcement with this figured out than a very early show off of the game that ends up being Mm -hmm. nothing uh, like it because the game dev is unpredictable by definition our game game development she meant game development is unpredictable by definition and i like and i love surprise Mm -hmm. announcements when unravel 2 was released it was just uh during the game awards yeah it was just like oh yeah unravel 2 it's a thing we made this (laughs) and you can get it today yeah boom goodbye (laughs) yeah um, what, what do you think about that gameplay bare minimum about the story and just a surprise announcement? Uh, Mike, what do you think about that? It's the surprise announcement is, um, is the most interesting one. Cause the problem is we live in an era where with social media, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just look at the information you guys just got just now, right. With social media, it makes it supremely like everybody's the most connected they've ever been. It's super hard mm-hmm. to keep something up under wraps yeah so it's like i'm pretty sure that we all knew that gta 6 was coming but Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure that unless there's a mastermind at uh take two or at a rock star that said hey just let them know that it's coming out (laughs) like i'm pretty sure somebody leaked it um uh and then like we just got information that they might have and i'm praying that they didn't they might have canceled uh we just reported that yeah because of red dead redemption like yeah. And that hurt and that hurts. So it's like, how do you keep a game? Like I understand how an arrival, um, the arrival what, what was it, arrival two or arrival the first one? Unraveled uh, two. Unravel. Oh, unravel oh, two. I apologize. Yeah. Apologize. Unravel. I could understand how a, a small game like that yeah. could go under the radar and then pop up there. Like you yeah. could do that, but 
we Something have like some behemoth-like yeah. titles in this gaming industry. Like, how do you mm-hmm. keep an elder like you couldn't again, keep Starfield in the wraps? Those leaked images came out. Yeah. Yeah, but we still haven't confirmed that yet. So yeah. that's that. Uh, mm-hmm. They um, like I, I still haven't gotten. Uh, even though we saw the the one dude with the with, with the shoulder on, patch. Maddie, yeah, Maddie, <laughs> yeah. Maddie will find a way it. to talk about Starfield. Maddie's great. Um, yeah. But he had the patch on his shirt, and you're like, okay, dope. Like, and then yeah. made the connection. Yeah. So it's just super hard to like keep something under wraps. Uh, Gameplay is definitely for sure. You can never go wrong with showing me exactly what I'm going to be doing in this game. And then what was the second one? I apologize, I didn't catch the second one. So he had gameplay. Oh, last uh, was... yeah. She uh she said that uh actual gameplay, bare minimum about the story and surprise announcement. So bare yeah. minimum yeah. about the story, which so, we talked about before. Yeah. Bare minimum for me. Show me the antagonist. Show me the protagonist. Some supporting characters. Uh, mm-hmm. the Outer Worlds is trailer. I don't know if you guys remember I when they were just talking to. To different characters, yes. and then one character comes and smacks him over the head with a hammer or something yes. like yeah. that. And yes, yeah. So like that. In that trailer, they showed us a couple of supporting characters, showed us a little bit of gameplay, and showed us that we can basically just drop and kill everybody. So yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. a completely new IP, and that was all the information we really needed. And Outer Worlds came out fantastic, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Maybe not for a Nintendo Switch, but it came out pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, now I do want to go into. Uh, uh, another person, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for pronouncing his name wrong. Uh, Saitum Adrenaline, I'm sorry. Uh, I love you. You're still special to me. Uh, he just says, uh, the minimum is perfect for me. And we already talked about that as well. Just the bare minimum. Yeah. Just give me enough information. But as we already established, that's really just for already established IPs. Yeah. I think for new IPs, I think you need to sell me on why should I put my trust in this? Yeah. Uh, a lot like Starfield or even Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds at least tell me it's an RPG. It's mm-hmm. um, you know, it's got these characters. You can make this many choices and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But also at that same time, bare minimum. Uh, yeah. Any other any thoughts about that? Uh, about his answer, we already kind of talked about. Yeah, it, we. I mean, we already kind of discussed that. Um. Yeah, I don't have anything. I had an answer for the other one, but you didn't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, That's okay. Going back to, oh, damn, it's my <laughs> caddy. What do you think, Liz? Well, you had brought up, I was just going to say, because you had brought up Unraveled. Unraveled. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of agreeing with Mike where it was like, um, with Unraveled, it's a smaller game and you can get away with the same day, yes. like the surprise announcement. Yes. Because it's a smaller game. No one's paying attention to it in social media. Yeah. And it doesn't need that much hype. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like you show it. It's like, oh, that's such a cute game. I think I'm going to I'm going to try and play it. Mm-hmm. Whereas something that's bigger has a much bigger following. Life is Strange or Elder right. Scrolls or something like that. You want to build that hype. Fair. You know, and also, as Mike pointed out, it's a lot harder to hide because people are looking for that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Thank you. <laughs> uh i want to move on to the third uh social media answer that we mm-hmm. have uh at commander nikki who again says gameplay uh like actual game footage yeah. go away for <laughs> go away with all those cinematic trailers that yeah. they don't actually show actual game graphics and then she puts out two pieces of information setting and story information so the setting of the story yeah and one that i was interested in what platforms it will be on and I think that's information yeah. that's needed at bats. It's like, yeah. am I able to play this on the system that I have? Because some yeah. people are just 
hardcore PlayStation fans. Mm -hmm. They only play on PlayStation. What's a PC, they might say, and they only <laughs> play on PlayStation. Um, and other people are only on Nintendo Switch, yeah. and they and they need to know, like, what... Should I even bother getting excited for this? Yeah. Yeah. So has there ever been a time where we were always questioning what platform it was on, or is that just they do a good job in telling us what platforms it will be on? What, uh, what do we think? Mike, do you have any games that come to mind? Disco Elysium. Oh, okay. Finally, it's coming to Switch. Is and it? And I own it on PC, but yeah, it's what the Final Cut's eventually going to be here. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. The Final Cut comes, I think it's, I would like to say somewhere around spring, if I'm not I mistaken. I think so. Spring I think you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like April or something along those lines, but it's finally coming. PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch. It's been on PC forever. Uh, yeah. So... Elysium would be one. Uh, almost all of the Persona games, I don't know how they're not on current <laughs> current. I know. Like, besides, um, of course, the PlayStation Five. But how are they not on Switch? It, uh, it seems perfect for that. You know. Yeah. So it's like there's certain little games that I like that I personally like just for the Switch. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like it's like I can't like I can play it on PC. Like fine. Like another thing, I can't even use keyboard and mouse. Like oh <laughs> yeah, no but i can't i use purely controller even on my pc so it's like some some games I, and i'm like going um off off rails here but yeah back to the point i think some companies do a good job of just being ready to have everything coming or they'll say like what doom eternal doom does they'll be like okay out on all current consoles and then be like coming soon to the switch mm -hmm. so yeah. at least bare minimum you're telling the switch owners hey still be excited because nothing's worse than watching yeah. a whole entire trailer great trailer guess what yes. not on the platform that i own okay yeah Hype yeah. For no <laughs> yeah i do like when they do put it out when they say coming to switch soon mm -hmm. like that that's a thing and i feel like that's switch owners almost exclusively other than you know it's a timed exclusive on playstation 4 it's coming to xbox and it's ready for yeah. xbox you know it's just coming soon but for switch it's a completely different platform. Oh yeah, where they really need to, you know, work mm -hmm. on the ports for that. But I like what you said, Mike. Is that I? I hope at least they just put out the information soon on Switch, mm -hmm. or soon on Game Pass, or mm -hmm. soon on PC. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, just give that information just so you can still be a little bit excited. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, finally, I want to read the last piece of uh, social media answers that I have. This is from Tufer, uh, who is also, yep, yeah, he's on the uh, Maddie. Well, what's up? That's true. I wanted to add something. Go for um, it, man. Transition. Uh, companies like doing this too. I just, I just remembered this. Yeah, they'll do this. Uh, Sony had Harry Potter, um, Hogwarts Legacy. Super hyped for it, by the way. Oh yes, Crazy yeah. Harry Potter font. Uh. Harry Potter Lost Legacy, they had the trailer on their Sony PlayStation 5 showcase, right? Guess yeah. what? In the showcase, in the trailer itself, doesn't say coming for Xbox. It just says coming for PlayStation 5. Oh. You had to go to a Twitter, to their Twitter account or WB's Twitter account. That's I don't right. Remember who it was, yeah. And had to, and there said it also coming to Xbox. I yeah. was like, why? <laughs> I mean, so I just wanted to add that, that even companies like, yeah, kind of shoot themselves in the foot by by putting by doing things like that. Yeah, which I get. I get you don't want to like from PlayStation standpoints. Yeah, you don't really want to say like, oh, it's also on Xbox. But you know, yeah. come on. I would rather it be like best played on PlayStation. Yeah, like available on Xbox, 
best played on PlayStation. Yeah, that's that's good. Even though it's a if it's a lie, we just talked about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was about to say it too. I was like, what if they're bullshit? <laughs> I apologize. Whoops. Um, dang it, Mike. Strike one. <laughs> uh, you got five more strikes, and then you're back on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but I want to read from. T- I thought you raised your hand, like, oh, twofer. I know him. But uh, yeah, I, well, I do know Twofer too. Yeah, <laughs> both from both from both of things. Uh, but yeah, at uh, Twofer, who uh, who again, you know, comments on the show uh, frequently. Thanks, Twofer. You're a soul. You're a saint, is what I meant to say before <laughs> dropping my phone. <laughs> Scary doing moments. Great. But he says this: a lot of information, pretty much everything, short of story spoilers and other things that the development team wants you to discover. Uh, I want to read that again. Other things that the development team wants you to discover. Uh, and figure out organically transparency has always been appreciated at least by myself finally he says side note i wish games wouldn't be hyped up for years Mm -hmm. let us know at most six months from release date in my opinion and i think that we're kind of spoiled i i think too for himself as a bethesda fan and i i think bethesda has kind of spoiled us with that kind of six month window i think I think Fallout 4, going back to Fallout 4, yeah, that was a six-month release E3. window? Yeah, it, it was yeah. E3, and then it came out November 11, 20, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, go, he goes into, you know, pretty much anything outside of what the developers want you to discover. And that kind of brings up a, another gray area point. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, the, the, they might want you to discover it, but do I want to discover it organically as the player? You know, it's like, great, you want me to know this information now, but you know, as me, the player, I kind of want to figure that one out myself. See, I'm thinking that in an opposite sense of like, huh. who are you to decide what I should discover? Yeah. Like, what if what they feel I should know beforehand? I don't want to know before. And like Mike was saying earlier, he's like, yeah. let me find out the love interest or whatever organically. Let me find out their story organically. But the developer doesn't see that as something you need to know organically. Yeah. Like, who are you to decide what I should know first? Exactly. Like <laughs> stupid developers with their creativity. <laughs> it has nothing to do with their creativity, though. <laughs> it has nothing Share. to do with their writing. It has nothing no, to do creatively. No, the way they're advertising has nothing to do with their creativity or writing. The advertising team. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it put it put whatever you want in it, but don't show don't decide what I want to know beforehand. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And then of course the uh, the other part he brings up is i don't want it to be hyped up for years just give me Mm -hmm. six months uh mike i I saw you i saw you shaking your head you're shaming twofer you think twofer should never comment on a show we heard it here for we heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) just putting words in your mouth just playing um, just playing what what do you think man it comes down to money yes and Mm -hmm. Sorry if I can hype something up, but like we just saw it with yeah. Cyberpunk, you know? yes. hyped it up for how long? We've been waiting eight years for this bad boy. Uh, yes, we know that the development cycle didn't start for another like three or four mm-hmm. years ago. Or something sure, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a money thing. So if I can hype something up and get the most money out of it, regardless if it's wrong or right, from a company standpoint, mm-hmm. just from a company mm-hmm. standpoint, because I wouldn't do it, but from a company yeah. standpoint. We sold 13 million and recouped on the first day. Yes. Oh, yeah. Off of hype. Off of pure hype. We didn't even give you guys much. We just. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I agree with him that not hyping something up would be great, but Mm -hmm. also not hyping enough 
might mean that you don't get yeah. to get a second try at making a game. I'm going to give you That's two words. <laughs> going to give you two words, Mike. And we actually reported on this in the top three gaming news of this episode. <clears throat> Star Citizen. That's all hype. I don't yeah. know. What <laughs> that, that, I don't know what people are doing in that game. We're, they're still taking y'all money, yeah. and that's what I mean. Like when you said that, like as as long as you keep hyping it, the more money you get. Immediately, I thought yeah. Star from, Citizen. Of course, from a business standpoint, yes, all the hype you can get is work. Like, of course, that's what you want to do from a business standpoint. Yeah. As a consumer, though, mm-hmm. I I could for me it could it could go either way. It's like yeah. I'm super excited. If you keep talking about it, I'm going to be super excited for it. And you're going to remind me it's there. Mm -hmm. But also kind of like, um, Mm -hmm. I can't think of any example off the top of my head. But when you are hyping a game for years and years, it's kind of like, okay, is it going to come out? Yes. And like, it's like you want it to be perfect. You're that's kind of edging on your over promising because you're making me think it's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. And if it doesn't come out freaking awesome, I'm going to be real mad. you fair. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. Go for it. I'll give you guys an example. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> we just talked about the Game Awards. What was Mass Effect doing in the Game Awards? Mm-hmm. I, oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> what were, fam, nobody called you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no. Go back to work. <laughs> and that's so the thing. Like, like, the Legendary Edition was fine. Like, just give us that. And then they just said, like, oh, by the way, it's it's no longer on ice. That's it. That That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, it's no longer on ice. That's pretty much all the information we got. It's like, like what you said, Mike, nobody called you. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody called you. Nobody cares, yo. Like, go back. Like, you guys are the one of the worst companies when it comes to dealing information and actually delivering. Mm-hmm. We just had Anthem, of, like, two years back. Yes. By the way, you're talking to somebody who got burned on the same year. I, I tell Ooh. everybody this. I got burned on Anthem, oh. Jump Force, oh. and Fallout 70, uh, 76. That was in the same year? Huh? All same year. All same year. That was 2019, right? Yeah. 2019 or 2018. I, I don't know which I can't one. I remember was, which but, one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, burned all three. Yeah, it was 2019, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still remember when I played the beta for Fallout 76. I still remember I got hyped because it was a new Fallout game. That that stupid clockwork. You were so hyped about 76 that every time I was... <laughs> I told you, because I worked for a CPA, so I was working with the numbers a lot. And, and every time it was 76, I was like, 76! that's what you would do. You were like, 74, 75, 76! <laughs> and so that's what was in my head all the time. That is how hype you were for that game. I was in the gym just bulking up just playing uh country roads like all yes. day long i was like let's go so annoying and then when, that game when the beta came out when that test demo came yeah. out i was just like we're not gonna get burned this is only a beta it's fine yeah. it's fine my head just blew 70 feet in the air but it's fine it's a beta and it turns out the entire game was a beta when yeah. it first launched and now it's now it's better which uh like you said with with anthem uh maddie just put out a video uh you know uh, mo- be mo- and you too are maddie fan i guess yeah um he just put out a video of the fall of bioware i thought it was super interesting and actually followed the steps of how bioware kind of fell from grace and it was mm-hmm. a very very uh well put video and what he puts out is that like Bioware needs a win. Mm-hmm. They, they desperately need it, which is why I think they came out and said, no, 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 we got Mass Effect. 
It's yeah. The, the, yeah, I know Casey Hudson and Mark Dara, they left. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine, guys. But look who we got. We got the original writers to Mass Effect. It's fine. We're mm-hmm. good. They so desperately need a win. Yeah. And that's why I think they hyped it up in the Games Awards. Yeah. But but you know what's crazy? Uh, that's not even that's not even what comes next. I know. You could have given us drag, a little bit of Dragon Age I know. 4 to hype mm-hmm. That's what's next. If you need a dub so bad, what are you talking about a game that's four, five years, six years in the future? Yeah. yeah. When you haven't even gotten Dragon Age in order. I <laughs> like, know. Uh, yeah. It's, it's so just sick. so weird. It's weird. And they just... Mm. Uh, so I, I, get, I get so tight. Yeah. To like, <laughs> yeah, I try not to scream and be loud about like like... Well, oh, trust Maddie, me, I was just mad at this episode. I was gonna say, Adam try. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's good at being like, like showing emotion without like blowing out his microphone. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I get so loud. Like, I have this very, like, my voice is just super, like, mm. it's like high. Like, I'm just a naturally loud person. So sometimes I, I've had reviews of games that piss me off mm-hmm. and I won't put them out because I'm gonna be super emotional. Yes. Uh, like, I'll give you guys one that came out last year. Huh. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes. Pissed me off. Okay. Not because, not 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 for anything else, but just the way that they handle information, which kind of mm-hmm. circles back to our... Yeah. Our, and a lot of people told me that, oh, it's because it's only a third of the game. Mm-hmm. That game is very good when it when it's like at its high point like yeah. very good mm-hmm. but when it comes down to like the little like the little thing i have no idea who the fuck cloud is i cursed again <laughs> i have Mike. no idea i have no idea who cloud is yeah or why should i care about cloud yeah or why mm-hmm. should i care about tifa they gave me absolutely zero, like bare minimum information the, the least amount of information Jeez. for yeah. those characters yeah. i know more about barrett and I know absolutely nothing about Sephiroth besides the fact that I'm not going to spoil it, but he mm-hmm. wants to do something and we'll leave it at that. But <laughs> I was yeah. so mad by the end of the game. I'm like, this is 40 hours and I know absolutely nothing about the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know. Like just bare information and it pisses me off because of it. Jeez. And I had to redo the review because the first initial review was me tearing it up. Like I had it done months ago. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I can't put this out because it's going to be super emotional and I'm playing it. Like I'm already uh, chapter 13. I'm playing, replaying it a second time to see if I just missed a lot of stuff, but no, hmm. it's just a lot of misinformation. They just withheld information. That's so dumb. And, yeah. and I think um, that, that brings us to our closing thoughts section yeah. here. And I kind of want to close on this question here uh, and we can all go around the table. Uh, me, Liz, TV, Mike uh, <laughs> going around the table saying that do we think that information is the key to the fun of the game do we think it's the key to having fun in the game or do we think that it's the introduction to get us to the game mm-hmm. right uh so i you know so to have mike have the last words we'll go first uh liz what do you think do you think information is key to having fun in the game i don't think information is key to having fun you're talking about pre-information like before the game comes out yeah 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 I don't think that's the key to having fun in the game. I think the information given while you're playing is what makes it is Mm. the driving force of making it fun and interesting is learning. I think information like pre game information is what gets you to play the game. Yes. That that's 
all that should be given before the game starts is enough information to make you interested. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. And so, no, I don't think information is what will make the game fun. Yes. I think the information is what makes you want to play. Yes. And I think it will make sure. And I think this is my like closing thought on mm-hmm. it as well. I think it will make sure that, you know, if you'll have fun exactly. in the game. Uh, the the first and I'll and I'll spoil it here. Uh, the first inf- uh, the first video we're going to be filming for the new channel is going to be your game is not an RPG, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be talking about like the information that's you know people just say like it's an RPG, it's an RPG, and RPG fans go into it thinking that they'll have fun, but they don't know the definition of what an RPG is. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the the game developers and not the consumers who know what an RPG is. Yeah. I think information will make sure that you know that the game is fun for you in particular. Mm-hmm. Will you enjoy this game? Yeah. All Tony Hawk had to do is say, hey, Tony Hawk Remaster. And I was like, I'm going to have a blast and I'm going to spend a thousand hours in that game alone, in which I did. Uh, Top five best game for me last year. That's why you're here, Mike. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's the thing. It's just like, make sure that you, by the way, your video on uh tony hawks one and two and uh going into why you love tony hawk three fantastic video i'll get to his his channel later uh but that's the thing i think my final thought is like it's the key to making sure that you know that you'll buy into this game and have fun yeah mike your closing thoughts what do you think um i think information comes down to just the way people like just talk nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I think like if people were very particular with what the words that they, the words that they actually use, mm-hmm. it would help a lot. Cause you can say, Hey, we are an action, an open world action adventure game with mm-hmm. RPG mechanics. Sure. And that ruins the whole like role-playing aspect. Like I'll give you guys a perfect example. Hmm. Cyberpunk 2077 touted themselves up as the biggest brand new RPG. You're going to play this role because that's what it, that's what it comes down to. Sure. You're going to play a role. Yes. In Cyberpunk, you don't really play a role. You get more Far Cry mm. than you get, mm. uh, let's say, uh, Divinity Original Sin, mm. where you play a role like you you have a role to play and that's and just like just in the verbiage and the verbiage that you're actually given when promoting a game when talking about a title people need to be very specific about it because you're it's people are so easy like to let us whoops i almost knocked oh. down my monitor oh, <laughs> very uh, very easy to let let astray i get very animated with my hands i apologize uh, i'm the same so, way man yeah they're very they're very easy to let astray. So when you're giving out information and you're giving and you're talking about a game, you want to be as specific as possible and as direct as possible and say it because it kind of but like I'm saying this and I also know as a company, I want to lead as many people to my game. Yes. So mm-hmm. companies will do this. They'll be like, Oh, this is an open world fighting game. Yet there's like this little one open world hub section. Yes. And that right there makes it so you can say in your title, open world fighting game. When in reality, it's a fighting game with an open world hub section. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the open world part of that calls for other people to come by this game because they're like, holy crap. Open I've never world. played an open world um, fighting game before. Mm-hmm. Let's buy it. And then they're like, fam, I just bought a bona fide fighting game with this little hub section. Yeah. And I feel lied to. So 
I say that companies will be able to use words like that, like keywords. Like there, there's a like if you guys look them up, like just go down. There's a lot of yeah. keywords that a lot of companies use just to like call certain people to buy their games. It's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, if people, if you were just very specific, very direct, and just were able to know exactly how much information you want to give, but then like everybody's different. Look how twofer feels he feels like um as much information as possible and like oh no six month hyping and then we disagree and like everybody's going to be different about it Mm -hmm. but for me personally be direct be specific know exactly have faith in your product yes it's Mm -hmm. so like it comes down to just awareness what's the point of having 1,000 true fans and 10,000 that don't like you because you led them astray. Like, what is the point? Not, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And later on, when you come up with the sequel, because now you recoup, because mm-hmm. that's what happens. When you garner so much attention, you recoup. Yeah. Now you um, now you have a bunch of people that will never buy another product from you when you could have just... Like, Fallout 3 did that. Fallout 3 and New Vegas kind of did that. So yeah. mm-hmm. Fallout 3 came out, Fallout New Vegas came out, and then by the time Fallout 4... They already had this RPG, this action RPG fan base, uh, like set, and yeah. they let the fans just basically self promote Fallout Four to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. When in reality, it wasn't. But yeah, that's that's not here nor there. But that's that's what happens. That happened organically. They really didn't. It, did it turn out to be something different from Fallout Three, Fallout Four, on um, Fallout New Vegas? Yes, but mm-hmm. it the promotion of it was fan generated. Like, yes, yes, he went on stage and said, yeah, it's coming in November, but it was just it was it was organic because it was by us that we, the consumer, were the ones that hyped it up and it sold like hotcakes is the best selling Fallout game to ever grace the stage. So it all depends. Yeah, like just and cool part was they didn't lie about it. That's true. They didn't lie about Fallout 4. They told us exactly what it was. So Mm -hmm. that is true. But yeah, um, I think that's a good way to end this show yeah uh and that's the thing is that uh you know take information for a grain of salt take information to inform yourself of buying a game and also the best way to get the, the a lot of information about video games is mike fury's channel mm-hmm. i want to get roll out the red carpet as we're closing mm-hmm. out the show uh mike where can we find you what's your youtube channel what's it about any projects that we should be looking out for any any plugs you want to do go Alrighty. um well mike fury you can find me at mike fury uh instagram twitter facebook uh projects i have fallout um fallout I'm doing now for this year, I have like this plan of like releasing daily, even if it's multiple times daily. So it's like daily content, as much content as possible. Uh, Release the hype, which is this brand new one. I released an episode where I was talking about the new Dragon's Dogma. Mm. That's one. uh, And basically giving you guys all the leaks and information into one, one simple video. Uh, Wombo Convo, which is the one that you were talking about, which is just me basically grabbing the camera and saying, hey, let's talk about this. So I've done an episode about what Pokemon should do next. Uh, Tony Hawk, um, what should they do next for Tony Hawk, which, whether it's a 3 and 4 remake or a Tony Hawk's Pro Stager 6. Uh, and then reviews as much as possible. Like even older like reviews, I'll do like remake. Um, still haven't released it yet, but there's yeah. a redo, remake, remaster for, I think the first game I'm going to do it for is GTA San Andreas. Oh, uh, so okay. 
should they redo it should they remake it or should they remaster it it's mm. a little bit closer to what a review is but it's just like again it's a throwback and then like normal reviews like i'm probably gonna do final fantasy 7 remake very soon and uh, tech reviews as well but final fantasy 7 remake and then hitman 1 and 2 in honor of hitman 3 being released at the end of the nice I mean, that's a lot of content for you. If you haven't been sold yet, I, again, I'm going to be linking all of his uh, information in the description down below. If you're listening on audio, if you're watching on video, it doesn't matter. Go in the description down below. Go subscribe to Mike Fury. Got a lot of content planned out. Uh, and I will have a link to his social media pages as well. So definitely follow him on there. Uh, Mike, thanks for coming on. Thanks for giving us uh, all the information that you got. But uh, Thank you, thank you. I mean, really, like, that's why we wanted to bring you on for your energy, for your information, the knowledge that you got. So we thank you for coming on the show and uh, spreading some joy here. And uh, mm -hmm. you again, this probably isn't the last time you'll be on the show. Like, let, let's I'm put it that way. Invite me at any point in time. I'm happy to come on. Thank for you. Sure, guys. man. So let's uh, let's end the show here. Uh, we thank you for watching this week's uh, Games and Groceries mm -hmm. podcast. Uh, you can find us on social media at Game and Groceries or Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word. Uh, again, you know, pointing us out there, this channel will only be a podcast channel. We got a new channel coming in the works pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, the camera shut off. I don't know if I should just turn it back on or not. We're, we're going to go with no. We're just going to end the show here. Uh, thanks again for listening. Be safe out there. Uh, wear your mask and have a good one. Bye.